which includes the Beatitudes, and then some further instructions from the Lord, and that's where we are now. The Lord speaks about forgiving others and tolerating evil without ever consenting to it or doing it. Um, there's a that's the 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 false sense of tolerance today is that we have to we, you, you, tolerance today means approving the evil done by another as if it were not evil. That's not tolerance. That's that's evil. You're do, you're cooperating in the evil. You know the the Penny Catechism says there are nine ways to cooperate in the evil of another, and one of them is by consent. And by approval is another way. And by praising the evil done is another way. Here the Lord does not say to, 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 to approve of the evil of, the, of another. Turn the other cheek does not mean that you... That it, he, doesn't, he doesn't say tell the person to hit you again. <laughs> he says turn the other cheek means you don't need to run away. See, you don't need to retaliate and you don't need to run away. You can hope that the person might improve. Stay there. That's what spouses do, right? They stay there. Real spouses stay until the until they die, until the end. They married until the end. And that the Christian does the same. We follow, I mean, that's what the Christian life is. It, it consists in forgiving others, in being forgiven by the great other. Christ forgives us. And he does the very thing that he enjoins us to do here. The Roman Catechism says there are two advantages which are the special rewards of those who, influenced by a holy desire to please God, freely forgive others, freely forgive injuries. In the first place, God has promised that he who forgives shall himself obtain forgiveness, a promise which clearly shows how acceptable to God is this duty of piety. Christ says even more. He says, at the end of the Our Father, he says, because if you forgive others, God will forgive you. And if you don't forgive others, God will not forgive you. In the next place, so first in order to be forgiven, and it's actually also an act of gratitude for already having been forgiven. From the begin, from our baptism, we were forgiven, and everything we have is from a, is a gift from God. Gratitude is expressed in generosity toward the others, toward God, and toward the others. That's the first point. We we forgive because we need forgiveness, and we have obtained much forgiveness, as we say in our in the Our Father, "Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us." In the next place, the catechism continues, the forgiveness of injuries ennobles and perfects our nature. You become better when you forgive by helping the others to become better, by hoping that they might become better. You become like God. For by it, man is in some degree made like God. The catechism says, I I just said it. "Who Who makes his sun to shine on the good and the bad. And he reigns upon the just and the unjust. You become like God. 
And there's a third reason that I would consider also, which includes, which is part of becoming like God, and that, that is you take the higher road, you take a higher perspective, you, you reject the carnal life of doing things just for material benefits. See, the, the um, ancients, the Jews they had, and the, I think the, the Arabs follow the same um, law of vengeance, which was a, it was a, a moderate, um, it was a moderation on vengeance because the idea was if, some, if they kill one of yours, you kill a hundred of theirs. But the, the lex talionis, which, what the Lord quotes here, you've heard eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Talionis comes from the word for tooth. Lex talionis is what it's called juridically. That, um, that's what they tried to impose, the Jews tried to impose, and the Arabs tried to impose. It doesn't really, it doesn't really work. I mean, it, it feeds vengeance, and people want to get even. Um, this is a higher perspective. You take the broader view of reality, and which includes God and eternity and the final judgment. God will put all things right, just as his mind says the Lord. You take the supernatural outlook, seeing things in the order of God and of eternity. There's a, there's a nice little quote. Um, well, it's, a, it's an adage to keep in mind throughout your life and is when things happen that, are, that you don't understand. For instance, COVID. You know, you say, well, okay, well, you, know, I mean, you try to understand it humanly and politically and medically, and, and in the end, you're, you're still wondering. It, it, the question is, what does, what does this mean in light of heaven? Quid hoc ad eternitatem. And I, I, just as an aside, I would say it, it certainly God has given us a year of penance for our sins, closing our churches for three months. We don't deserve the mass. We've we've been we've been bad, and God, I think the I think the Lord is displeased with our worship because we don't follow Him. That's the way I'm interpreting it. But that's the way you you need you need to look at these things with the supernatural. What is God telling us? I encourage you to, to do that. But that's what you do when you forgive. You, you look at things the way God sees them. And you, and you see that, and you look, at, and, you, and, you, and you acknowledge and you exercise your faith in the fact that God is in charge.